Hello beauties, this is Sasha, your favorite sex coach, and today I want to talk with you about female masturbation, what and how to do it and how not to do it. So I will share with you some of my funniest and not so funny stories. Um, one thing that it's important to know about masturbation is that it's natural. We do it in utero. When we are in our mother's womb, we touch our genitalia. We're curious about it. And it's like, oh, it feels fine. So we keep on touching it. When we are children and we have something rubbing our skin, we just go with the flow and keep on rubbing our skin because it feels fine. But eventually that's just as far as we get. We don't know how to do it like as an art. And we start adding layers of shame and guilt around it because of what religion, society, the media, our parents, our family and relatives and friends say to us. So uh, adding all of this, it's no wonder that we start disconnecting from our bodies. Now, there are two tendencies, the masculine and the feminine. The masculine tendency, when it comes to self-pleasure, is to hide watching porn, you know, with a magazine back in the day, or right now with uh, their phones, and to masturbate in the bathroom for what it is like, what, three minutes? and then you wonder why they last a brief time in bed. They are training their bodies to just come quickly, right? Uh, but we're talking today about female masturbation. So what is the female tendency when it comes to masturbation? We don't have a clue of what we are doing. That's the tendency. We just rough ourselves against a pillow or against uh, something and you can call it a day right um, unless you get curious and you start getting toys okay so we wish it was that simple but it's not <laughs> there come the complications what toys how to use the toys, what people use when they cannot afford a toy or they don't want to afford a toy because they feel embarrassed of just going to a sex shop. They are just caught up in the moment. Um, and that's what I want to talk with you about. So that's where I want to share some of my most embarrassing experiences. So don't tell anybody this is between you and me. <laughs> The very first time as an adult that I masturbated, I'm so embarrassed to say this, <laughs> I didn't have a dildo, of course, and I went and got, I'm embarrassed, okay, I went and got a cucumber. Uh, yeah, I know so many women do that, okay, I went and got a cucumber. 
I didn't wash it properly. I was 18 or 19. I didn't think about washing it. At least not like really with good soap, with a soap that could be healthy for my pH. Just like making making those kind of of uh, careful choices was not something that I could think about in that moment. Another time I use a brush. It's so embarrassed to say this. And what happened was that I got such a nasty infection after that that I don't want to do <laughs> how many antibiotics it took to heal me from that okay so what did we learn from this we learned that when you use something that you have at hand like a fruit or vegetable or um, a piece of an instrument that it's not meant to be inside your vagina, you have to put a condom on it so that it's safe for penetration. Because those things are full of bacteria that is not meant, uh, and, and dirt, that is never meant to be inside of your, your vagina. And yes, I know, I know, so many people say, but the vagina is self-cleaning against certain invaders, but not against things that it has never dealt with in the history of evolution. So don't go for that. Be careful because you don't want an infection. That is my first advice. When you use a vegetable, or something that was not meant to be in your vagina, use a condom. But try to avoid that because it's still dangerous and it can still be unhealthy. There are fashions out there that say, wear, a, wear some ginger. It's like, ginger, are you kidding me? No, <laughs> don't wear crazy stuff. Go for a toy. If you have teenage daughters, take them out to a sex shop and help them to choose a toy because it is important to have a proper tool. Like you wouldn't put a nail on a wall with your shoe. You could, but you don't want to. So. It's not the best choice. So don't do that to your precious body. Use the right tool. Okay, so that was point number one. Point number two is, which is the right tool? Well, the right tool for what and where, right? Uh, the most common toys that we see displayed out there are focused on the clitoris. Uh, and that's a topic that I really wish we could discuss further. Like this idea that women just have clitoral orgasms. Yes, but we can have so much more. No, but women don't have orgasms from penetration. 
we could. <laughs> it's all about how we wire our brain. So yeah, we can have amazing orgasms that are vaginal. And for that, I, I, I will tell you more in a second. So, uh, but now let's speak about the clitoris, right? Toys for the clitoris. These toys are um, toys that either vibrate, there are such a variety of them. They are smaller, bigger, more discreet, more, <laughs> more obvious. Uh, there is one nowadays that it's super um, famous because it sucks on the clit and you end up having an orgasm like in three seconds. Well, all I want to say about this is slow down and take your time. Don't buy into the narrative of having to have orgasms in three seconds, of having to have orgasms in three minutes, because that's the way the clitoris works. Boom! Three minutes and you're done. Boom! Because you are taking a very masculine approach to sexuality. Remember I just mentioned you earlier about how the masculine approach has been very limiting because it's just like go watch a video and masturbate in three minutes. Well, it ends up wiring your brain in a way, as men, in a way that limits your contact with your partner. The same happens with vibrators. They are cool, they are amazing. I have nothing against them. Just make sure that you take your time to slow down so that you don't wire your brain in a way that you uh, that you learn that sexuality means boom, 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 three minutes with my vibrator and I'm done. Because then you're going to be missing out so much more. Sexuality is so much more than three minutes of buzzing. Sexuality is so much more than three minutes of sucking. Sexuality a deeper, richer experience. So, yes, pleasure your clitoris with these amazing, amazing instruments. Just remember to slow down. There is no rush. And before you get to that point in which you use that amazing toy with awesome Martian technology or, you know, uh, yeah, 21st century amazing technology make sure you stimulate other parts of your body make sure you love your body make sure you're present in your body at least 50 50 of the times sometimes go for the fast of orgasms if that works for you but another times go for a slower gentler more holistic experience because that is training for you sexuality is what we teach our brain that it is sexuality is more in the brain than it is in the body then come the vaginal toys the vaginal masturbation toys Oh my god, I have another experience that I want to share with you. So, after having this horrible experience with the vegetable and with the 
toothbrush. Blush when I think about it. Oh my God, it was so horrible. But after that experience, I, of course, went and got a dildo. And I remember having a dildo. It was beautiful and big and classy, but, but still very manly. It was a sexy dildo. But I didn't know how to take proper care of it because of course I was ashamed. I didn't want anybody to see that I had a dildo. So I would just hide it, just wash it with soap and water and hide it. I didn't know that I could boil it. I didn't know that know that it needed to be um, taken care of. So I, I, it was okay, well, all in all, but when I tried to get pleasure from it, I didn't know what to do. I know it sounds silly, right? Like, uh, what do you think that you have to do? Of course you have to put it in your pussy. Uh, well, I did, but then what? You, okay, I, I, I remember myself thinking, I have it in, then I move it in and out, and then what? There was no more to it. It, it even became boring. So, then I changed that plastic dildo like years later for a very classy crystal wand. I remember seeing the commercials for that, the ads on my computer for that. Like orgasmic magic, women having rainbows coming out of their pussies, an ecstasy and bliss that just seemed so transcendental. Well, when I tried to use it, which was actually pretty expensive, I couldn't feel anything at all. Because actually it was smaller than my first dildo. It was like, just like this, like this. And, and this thing, I mean, really it was like nothing that made me feel anything at all. So I put it in, tried to stimulate my pussy by going in and out. I felt nothing, nothing at all. So why? Because I was expecting pleasure to come from the thing, from the dildos. Isn't that what we are taught that these clitoral stimulation machines do? They, they vibrate, and you just have to put it on and you are done. So I was kind of expecting that to happen with my dildo, which is pretty much what happens with sex, right? Like women just lay down and let men do the thing. Yeah. That, that meant a deep change in me. That made me realize how wrong I was about my perception about sexuality, because that passivity is just, murderous, it's just awful. 
it's terrible to be this passive. It's terrible to be expecting something or somebody else to please you. That leads to disappointment. So I know that you're going to say, well, there are some builders that operate on batteries and they do the, the thing, they do the movement. And that's amazing. I'm talking about the ones that don't have batteries and don't move and you just put them in and out. And nothing at all and it took me years of training to learn that what was happening was that the pleasure was not in the thing but in me in how connected I was to my vaginal canal to my pelvic floor muscles and to my vulva and I learned that women can be deeply disconnected from the sensations in our vulva and our vaginal canal because of trauma, because of pain, because of fear, because of sorrow, stress or grief. And I learned with the practice of my favorite toy how to solve that situation. So my favorite toy is this little rock, my JDEF. This became my favorite sex toy and I started having the most amazing, wonderful, really rainbows from my pussy kind of orgasms with this little rock. And again, if you have been paying attention, it wasn't as much about the rock as it was about me. But the rock is a great, <laughs> a great feedback for what I learned to do. I learned that I do have muscles back uh, all the way down in my pussy my vaginal canal, in my, in my pelvic floor. I learned that I can squeeze them and relax them at will. Of course, that is something that, that takes practice. But that squeezing and relaxing helped me connect my brain. Remember what I told you was the main sexual organ, the brain. It helped me connect my brain to what was going on in my body. So I just, so I couldn't just lay down and let somebody else do it. <laughs> so I learned that I had and I could move my muscles and squeeze them for pleasure and be aware of what I was squeezing and relaxing. And I learned that I could have so much pleasure by doing this. And I could have orgasms just by thinking about the egg, even if I wasn't wearing it. Because I trained my vaginal canal to have vaginal orgasms. I, and I trained my pelvic floor as well, because 
the sensitivity is not only inside, but it's all the way outside in the vulva too. I also learned that uh, instead of a JDEC, you can use another kind of toy, which is pretty much pretty much like a dildo, but you know, solid, hard to give you feedback. And something that both have in common, the rock and the egg and the and the dildo is they are non poros which means I didn't have again the problem of the cucumber. I could just wash it with neutral soap or with a little bit of iodine no, um, to disinfect them and then they were safe for internal use. Now I know some people say but how do women put the rock in their pussies? Are they crazy? And women's bathroom is crazy. And this is dangerous because it can cause. Well, let me tell you something. Dangerous is putting a vegetable in your pussy, and so many women do it. Dangerous is having penetration with a very dirty penis or a very dirty hand. Uh, in, with fingers inside of your pussy and people do it all the time this can be super hygienic if you use it properly and it's beautiful because it helps you connect to your body to your uh, to your sense of being present in yourself and therefore you can train yourself to become deeply orgasmic and that's what I learned to do with these kind of toys so again how do you use them first of all be generous with the oil you have to use skin friendly oil so as to allow your body to receive to soothe your body into receiving I know there is this myth that, well, if women are aroused, they are going to get naturally lubricated, so why use the oil? Well, because I don't get lubrication on my breast, or on my anus, or on my clitoris. So, uh, and to get to the point of having enough lubrication in my vagina, there are so many factors that need to be there. And even so, lubrication doesn't always occur. So be generous with the oil so that you give yourself massages, explore yourself, your edges, explore your breasts, explore your nipples, explore your belly, explore your legs, explore your tights, your cheeks, your, your anus, explore, explore, explore. And after that exploration, go gentle with the penetration, allowing it to push first on the lips of your of your of your vulva. Just first push on the lips, and if there is a part that is particularly sensitive, stay there. Breathe through it and find the pleasure in it, and then allow the penetration to take place and explore 
the places inside of your vulva. So this is the trick. It's not about in and out, in and out, in and out. We don't want the in and out. We want to learn how to put in and explore gently the sensations and be with the sensations. We want to learn how to squeeze and relax, squeeze and relax so that we are there with the sensations. And then when our body actually wants in and out, it's going to be a whole different you need to find the places inside of your vaginal canal that feel the most sensitive, the most pleasurable. You need to learn how to know your body. And that is a whole topic, learning your erogenous zones. Learning that uh, there is a part that is particularly sensitive inside of your vaginal canal. But it's not just one, there are other parts as well. There is a particular sensitivity in your cervix. You need to learn to know your cervix. There is a particular sensitivity uh, near your anus and in your perineum. You need to explore those magical sensitive spots. It's a whole other video, female anatomy. So. So far, we have explored how to masturbate. Then comes anal masturbation. Yeah, because it's time to reclaim our backdoor. And I was surprised to learn that the same principle applies. We can learn how to squeeze and relax our anus so as to feel more pleasure. Uh, we don't need to have this idea of painful anal sex in order to have any sensation. We can have very enjoyable anal experiences. Just be gentle and take it easy and slow down. I hope that this video was useful for you. I promise to make another video about women anatomy but so far I would like to invite you to learn more about JDEC. I will be teaching a course in this year so subscribe to my newsletter to my web page uh, in order to get information when this course is launched so that I can teach you how to do this delightful squeezing and relaxing and playfulness with the JDEC and so that you can become super orgasmic as well. I send you so much love and I hope you enjoy this video. If you do, share and subscribe. That would mean a lot to me. Thank you very much. See you soon.